0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Back at it here on BetQL Daily. Joe and Aaron taking a well-deserved vacay post-NFL, post-Super Bowl With us today is Mark Drumheller. I'm Jim Rodriguez. Happy you're along with us on this President's Day. Hope it's going well for you. And now we are going to be joined right here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, one of the hardest working men in the business. He hosts Send It In on this very network, also Sunday Bets, and will be on BetMGM tonight. It's all PJ all the time. It's PJ Glasser. What's up, my brother? How
0: are you? Uh, what's up, J. Rod? Mark, good to talk to you guys. How you doing?
1: Doing well, my friend. Doing well. Hope you are well as well. Uh, I guess what you know, you are all things betting to me. I I you're you're the I, I get on your ex account, PJ Glasser9, and you had it. You said always bet on a team who fires their head coach. You said that about Ohio State, and bam, they delivered. But at the same time, as much credit as I want to give you, it's still Purdue, man. I, I, are we officially off the Purdue wagon? Have we ever been on them? Well, how much more can we fade Purdue this year, my brother?
0: Yeah, Jared I have a saying that I don't with Purdue, and uh, that's not changing anytime <laughs> soon. So I can't I can't trust that team in March, man. I know the metrics love them. They've loved them the last couple of years. They probably have the best player in the sport, certainly the most dominating in Zach Eady, But... Those guards are still a concern for me, you know, and they're still sophomores, Fletcher Lawyer, Braden Smith. They're not really NBA players. Um, I mean, their offense is really good. And before that game against Ohio State yesterday, they were the number one overall seed heading into the tournament. Even with how dominant UConn has been, even the fact that they're the defending champions, they won 13 straight games. They just beat the number four team in the country, Marquette, by 30. Purdue wins that game yesterday, fellas. They're still the number one overall seed. That's because of the resume that they have in the non-conference. I just, you know, Mark and I were talking about this last week. Until you can prove to me that you can make it to the Final Four, let alone win a national championship, I just, I can't bet on you, especially with how short the odds are for Purdue all the expectations that are going to be on them. They're going to draw all these comparisons to Virginia as the only two teams to lose the 16 season. And we know Virginia the following year won the national title. I didn't bet on Virginia that year because up until then, Tony Bennett didn't have much success in the tournament. They had a lot go their way. So I'm not going to have anything invested in Purdue. If they go on to make it to the final four and win the national championship, then you know what, so be it. But I, I can't back this team, it's Not until they prove to me they can win in March.
1: PJ, I'm gonna jump in one more real quick. How does this happen? Is it coaching? Is it is it is it preparation? I mean, I mean we're not insiders, I get it. I mean, we're not sitting there in West Lafayette watching
0: practices and watching them go to work every day, but
1: how does this happen?
0: I think for Purdue specifically, you know, in this era in college basketball, I just don't think it's a good formula to build your team, your best player being a dominant big man, unless it's like an Anthony Davis or like a Jaleel Okafor, unless we're talking about like a top three NBA player. You know, if you're consistently building your teams and your best player is your big man, usually that doesn't work out for you. Now, we did have Jay and Ivey for those couple of years, and those are probably the years where Purdue had their best chance. Remember that team you had with Carson Edwards? That was his best chance to get to a Final Four when he had a shot-making point guard who was great from three-point range. But these iterations of these Purdue teams, you know, who's the big men that he's had through the past, whether it's been Edie or Isaac Haas or Isaac Hammond or whatever it's been, they just, uh, you know, I just don't think it's a good formula for a team in March because it's all about guard play. Obviously, big men are susceptible to getting in foul trouble, And, you know, if he's in foul trouble, guys, like Purdue is in big-time trouble. So, for them specifically, I just think Painter built his team for the Big Ten for the regular season. That's where they're so good. But in March, you better have guard play. And Purdue just – they haven't had guard play as good as some of the other teams throughout the years.
2: PJ, typically I don't like to take teams at five to one to win the whole thing this time of the season. Like to let a little bit more of the season play out, but it does feel like UConn is in a, their own separate tier. It's UConn and then everybody else obliterated Marquette in a game that I thought Marquette was very live to win in. Uh, couldn't have been more wrong. Give me your thoughts on just UConn, and do you think it's okay to bet them even though the number's so short at five to one? And you know how you see them? Uh, you know playing consistently for the rest of the year
0: yeah i mean i can still see why you would like it at plus 500 guys they're going to be favorites to every team that they play in the tournament until they get to the final four right i mean once they get matched up against like a potential purdue arizona houston maybe then the games will be close to a pick Or maybe they'll be a slight underdog to one of those teams maybe a houston but until then i mean they're going to be big favorites so getting them at a plus 500 i think is still good value and like you said mark i mean they're just creating separation between them and everybody else guys marquette was number four in the country they were playing as good as anybody tyler Kolick, their point guard was playing as good as anybody they came in there with a ton of confidence and the game was close for maybe the first 10 12 minutes of action and then UConn just kind of broke it open. They're so tough to defend. They got five guys that score in double figures. Cam Spencer, Tristan Newton, both average 15 a game. Caravan averages 14.6. Donovan Klingen, who's their best NBA prospect, averages 12 a game. I mean, they're just so deep. They defend. They rebound. They shoot three. Um, they're as good as last year's team was. You know, they don't have maybe the NBA firepower that last year's team does, but This team really fits Danny Hurley's MO of toughness and defense. And, you know, they got a little arrogance to them. They kind of thrive off being the team that everybody wants to knock off. So they're really, really good guys. I I mean, certainly they're the best team right now. They're the team that has the least amount of questions. And even though it's a short price and it keeps dropping and you might feel like you're getting the worst of the number, this number might continue to drop, guys, because I don't know – if UConn's going to lose uh, a game and Big East play the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, UConn 5-1 right now at BetMGM. Talking to P.J. Glasserie, of course, he hosts Send It In and Sunday Bets right here on the BetQL Network. You see him tonight on BetMGM Tonight. So, okay, we know there's UConn and everyone else, and we're not betting on Purdue. They're the second favorite at plus 650 anybody else that if you weren't if i told you you couldn't bet on uconn and you won't bet on purdue anybody else that you would put
0: some money on pj it's a good question j-rob because there are a lot of teams that i think have final four potential but there are very few that i think could win a national championship at the end of the day i still i still think houston is probably the best of the other teams the difference between them and every other team in the country defensively, there's just such a gap. They're so good on that side of the floor. The big question I have for Houston guys is when they play games in the tournament where they're going to have to win in the eighties, 85, 90, can they win those kind of games? Can they outscore teams or are they going to consistently have to rely on their defense? Cause that's what's hurting them the last couple of years. You know, they lost to Miami last year and Miami scored 86, 87 on them. So, As good as Houston is in the tournament, when you get in those one-and-done environments, when you play on neutral floors, you're going to have to score. And that's still my question with Houston. I think after UConn, though, and I still think Purdue is one of the better teams. I think it's probably Houston. The team I'd watch out for that I continue to like is Tennessee. And that's another team, much like Matt Painter and Purdue. You can't trust them in the tournament. Rick Barnes in Tennessee is another one of those teams. What I like about them, though, this year, guys, is that they can score. Five of their last six games, they have scored 80 or more points. And we're not used to that with Tennessee. We know they can defend. They're top five defensively, according to Ken Palm, but they score this year. And they got a bona fide score in Dalton Connect. So if the other guys for Tennessee can consistently score, they played a tough non conference schedule. You know, they played North Carolina, they played Marquette, they played Kansas, played a bunch of good teams. Their SEC schedule's not been easy. They're going to have to play Bama twice, play Kentucky twice. They're battle-tested, still very good defensively. But this year, it just feels a little bit differently offensively. Like, that's how I kind of want to feel about Houston. I want to watch them play and see the consistent scoring numbers from them. I'm not seeing it from them like I am from Tennessee. So, UConn's clearly the favorite. I think it's Purdue-Houston after that, but... Tennessee would be that next team that uh, I would watch for because they're they're scoring the ball this year and they haven't been been doing that the last couple of years under Rick Barnes
2: Peach let's look to tonight and make some money uh, Big 12 has been tough to get a beat on tough to get our arms around um, for betters uh, Texas laying eight and a half points tonight against Kansas State what are your thoughts on that matchup
0: yeah guys i'm laying it with texas eight and a half and i think it looks like a big spread but i just think this is a brutal spot for k-state they're coming off a game over the weekend against tcu which was one of those bubble kind of games that they really needed to win jameer nelson jr for tcu hits a three-pointer at the buzzer so that was a heartbreaking loss for k-state now they got the quick turnaround they got to travel to austin And play a Texas team that just got blown out by Houston. But everybody gets blown out by Houston when the game is at Houston. So I like Texas tonight. I think it's a good bounce back spot for them. A good spot to fade Kansas State. I know it's a big number. The Big 12 is a really good league. But uh, I would lay it with the Longhorns tonight. I, uh, I think they win this game by double digits.
1: PJ, let's move over to the ACC. Now, I maybe, maybe, maybe I, I mixed up my medications over the weekend, but I got Virginia winning the ACC regular season title at 11 to 1, just because I don't really believe in North Carolina. I don't believe in Duke. They're at Virginia Tech tonight. And Tony Bennett's guys are three-and-a-half-point dogs on the road. You like Virginia getting three-and-a-half? Am I nuts now for taking Virginia to win the ACC? I got them at 11-to-1 over the weekend. Now it's 9-to-1.
0: Yeah, a spread like this, well, certainly, J-Rod, if if you're going to need them to win the ACC, they're definitely going to have to win this game because they're a game back at Carolina, half game back at Duke. Teams like Virginia in this spot, obviously a big trend for people that have bet in college basketball that have been following it is these unranked teams at home going up against these ranked teams, especially on these Monday kind of games. We saw with Texas Tech last Monday against Kansas, another one of these spots, unranked home team favorite against a ranked team, blew Kansas out by 20. It's just tough with a team like Virginia who plays in so many low-scoring games. And this is obviously a rivalry game. These teams know each other well. The total's only 126 and a half tonight. I mean, the number is telling you to bet Virginia Tech, but guys in a Virginia game, like, I want any kind of number that I can get, right? I mean, just look at Saturday when they played against Wake Forest. The line in that game was two and a half. Virginia wins that game by two. They went one for 11 from the free throw line. It's one of the toughest beats I've seen (laughs) all season. So whenever we're talking about a Virginia game and whenever we're talking about, you know, how low scoring their games are going to be – I mean, Virginia Tech's probably the right side. I think I would just take them on the money line, though, at minus 175. I'm always worried about anything over a possession when we're dealing with Virginia, just because obviously possessions are going to be at a minimum whenever you're going against the Cavaliers. So I do think Virginia Tech wins the game tonight. I just take them on the money line, minus 175, maybe throw it in a parlay with another one of your picks
2: is not a bad idea I, I like that I also might bet Virginia live if vatex starts off hot you know get a bigger number there but definitely like that one um PJ I know you're a big Iowa State guy big matchup for them you have to pay the extra nickel to get the nine and a half looks like they're taking a little bit of money at bet MGM what are your thoughts on Iowa State Houston tonight?
0: Well, this certainly is going to be the test. Yeah, Mark, I have uh, I've been all over Iowa State. I really like them. I think they're a good sleeper team. Both of these teams are tied atop the Big 12 at nine and three. Houston just not only do they not lose at home, guys, but usually the games aren't even close. They just blow out everybody. Last time these two teams played, it was 57 to 53 in Ames. So the totals 127 and a half for a reason. You're talking about the number one defensive team in the country and the number three defensive team. I kind of like the under again. I think this is going to be another game that's maybe in the high 50s, mid-50s, something like that. And, again, a game that's so low scoring, I just don't know if I want to lay the 9.5. I think people are going to look at a top-10 matchup. They're going to see Houston's favored by essentially double digits, and they're probably going to lean towards Iowa State. Mark, as you mentioned, they're taking some money. I think I would just take the under, though, guys. I mean, with these two defenses – Again, it was 57-53 the last time they met. I think it's going to be something right around then again. With all that's on the line, too, first place in the Big 12 on the line, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere, great intensity tonight. I'll take the under, 127.5 in Houston, Iowa State.
1: BJ, I can't let you get out of here with a talk on a little bit of golf. we got 45 seconds. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama, tell me you had him at 90-1 over the over the weekend at, at the Genesis.
0: <laughs> oh J rod I wish I did. I can promise you if I had him, he wouldn't have played like he did on that back nine, that's for sure. No Matsuyama for me. Uh I had Will Zalatoris. I took him live, so that was uh that was unfortunate. Did you have uh did you have Matsuyama, j rod
1: no, I did. I did not. I had Hideki Matsui, but unfortunately, he was not playing uh, in, in in that one. Unfortunately for me, so uh, I, I, had, I had the wrong guy. But uh, no, definitely P.J. By the way, going to Mexico this weekend. P.J. Glasser, send it in. Sunday bets, and of course, you can catch him tonight on BetMGM tonight. Still to come, we got some hockey. NHL had a better weekend than the NBA. Tell me, I'm wrong. 80,000 over at MetLife for a hockey game, 70,000 for another one. We'll get into that next on BetQL Day.